Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Welcome to it. It is Chewing the Fat. How in the world are you? I don't know where to begin today. My head is all over the place. So we'll just say get ready for the 4th of July weekend. If you're listening live, this is the 2nd of July, 2021. Heading into the 4th of July weekend, and we have Hurricane Elsa bearing down on the United States of America. It's way out there still, but it's looking the last, uh, the last report, the last advisory uh, has the cone of death going over Haiti, uh, s- smashing into Cuba, doing a lot of damage to Cuba, almost the entire uh, island of Cuba with Elsa, and then. The cone of death uh, encompasses the state of Florida. So if that stands true, which, you know, it probably won't. But if that holds true somewhere, uh, no matter where you're at in Florida, you're going to be affected by Elsa. Now, if it continues to, you know, they all want to turn back east and turn, you know, make that right, which we've talked about before. They all want to do that. And, you know, you're hoping that it's going to swerve right. And when it gets into the Dominican and haiti and you know the beginnings of cuba it starts slowing down weakening and maybe a little bit of the high pressure system will push it back east so it misses uh, some of florida but the keys are looking not good um anyway i know this (laughs) that's where my head is at today it's just uh you know what it's just chewing the fat and welcome to it Yesterday and the the day before, we talked about the Tour de France and the uh, criminal, uh, the thirty year old French woman who uh, is was in custody uh, at the police at a police station in northwest France, where the Tour de France, uh, the biggest cycling event, uh, was being held. Remember, she's the one that held out the cardboard sign, and then the rider hit it and caused this big crash. Well. The organizers who said they were going to sue her uh, said they have now withdrawn their threat to sue the spectator. Wow. Now, I don't know why that is. Maybe because uh, Tony Martin got into a couple other crashes after that without a cardboard sign. But the organizers said, we are withdrawing our complaint. This story has been blown out of proportion by you. But well, and me, you're welcome. But we wish to remind everyone of the safety rules on the race. If you come to the tour, you hold your kid, you hold your pet, and don't cross the road carelessly. And above all, you respect the riders. They're the ones worthy of live TV. Huh. 
So, I don't know. I was feeling pretty safe yesterday that we had this woman in custody. And now it uh, the story is saying was in custody, which means she's free. I don't know that I feel safe right now. I'll try to get over it, but it's a little scary. So it's Fat Pile Friday, and we might as well just, you know what, let's just clear the desk. Hose it down, swab it down, do whatever you got to do, and just go through and get rid of it all. Because I'm, you know, by the time we get together again, there's going to be another pile of fat. And, you know, I just, I, 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 after a while, there's just too much fat. <laughs> you can quote me on that. After a while, there's just too much fat. So a Boeing 737-200 cargo plane with two people on board made an emergency landing in the ocean off the coast of Honolulu, Hawaii, early Friday morning. Uh, the aircraft went into the water at around 1.30 a.m. local time, about two miles from the uh, Kalalealola Airport. Uh, both pilots aboard the jet have been rescued by the U.S. Coast Guard. Pretty incredible. Um, they took off from the airport, and they realized, hey, uh, we've got problems. So is anybody there? Hello? Hello, anybody there? No? So we're going to turn this thing around. And then uh, they didn't make it. And they landed in the water. So there's still... Um, both pilots have been rescued by the U.S. Coast Guard. A Coast Guard helicopter, airplane, and two boats were dispatched for the rescue. One pilot was found on the aircraft's tail. He was hoisted onto the Coast Guard uh, Eurocopter MH-65 helicopter. The other pilot was found on the top of floating packages in the water and was rescued to a Honolulu Fire Department boat after declining to be hoisted into a helicopter. Weird. So the FAA and the National Transportation Safety Board will investigate. Air Traffic Control had cleared the Boeing 737-200 operating as Rhodes Express 810 for takeoff from the airport. And Flight Trader 24 data shows the aircraft making an immediate right turn from the runway, climbing to about 2,000 feet. And then there was some confusion as the air traffic control appeared to miss multiple calls from the aircraft. It's becoming so routine that they just, yeah, we're, we're busy. I'm going to get coffee. So the aircraft, attempting to declare an emergency... Uh, according to air traffic control recordings, the air traffic control just missed them. Wait, what? So the Rhodes 810 radio check, how do you read? The tower, after not hearing a response to their emergency call, air traffic control had also been communicating and servicing other aircraft throughout the emergency. We don't care about the other aircraft right now, dude. Bruh. We care about us because we got engines going bad, okay? (laughs) So pilots didn't immediately return to the airport, and they kept flying away from Honolulu, stating that they needed to run a checklist and would stay around 15 miles from the airport. So when you get a chance, can I get a nature of the emergency? I know you said you had an engine out, said one of the uh, tower guys. Yeah, you know, I know. 
I know. Stop it. The air traffic control people. And so, uh, how many souls on board? What's your fuel like? And what's going on? So, I mean, they know that the airplane can fly with one engine, no problem. But by the time the aircraft requested to head back to Honolulu, they had lost sight of the airport and needed air traffic control to provide vectors. So pilots anticipated losing both engines after the operating engine showed signs of overheating, which is, you know, you're done flying at that point. So they landed in the ocean. They didn't quite make it back to the airport. They sent out there all rescued, except for the packages. I don't know if they, you know, if the Coast Guard or picked up the packages. It doesn't say. The Boeing 737-200 involved was 46 years old and had started its life flying for Pacific Western Airlines in Canada. After numerous stints in Canada and Malaysia, it found its way to Hawaii flying for transfer in July 2014. So, you know, there's that. And as long as we're over there in the that part of the world, you know, over there in the Pacific Ocean, let's go over to Washington and Oregon in the United States of America, over there on the Pacific side of the of the globe of the planet. Air conditioners have become like gold. So um, there, Washington and Oregon are having this big heat wave, and cities, Seattle and Portland, are, you know, well over 100 degrees. I would like to say, as living in uh, northern Texas in the DFW uh, Metroplex, welcome to 100-plus degree weather. That's nice, isn't it? Yes. Well, it would be nice uh, unless uh, if they had air conditioning. So apparently... Uh, there, well, now there are 35 cities in that region tied or broke heat records. So they're experiencing temperatures 30 to 40 degrees above normal. I know. I know. But it's incredible that the small percentage of homes that don't have air conditioning so, 44% of the homes in Seattle have air conditioners. Only 44%. Oh, wow. I mean, I thought, are we living in caveman days? Okay, if you say so. Now, it gets a little bit better in Portland. They have 79% of homes equipped with AC units. I know. I mean, you're looking at Washington, D.C., New Orleans, Houston, Atlanta, and Miami, 98%. Hello. Yeah. And I'm guessing, I mean, I don't know that you can find a home. Maybe you can find an old farmhouse here in this neck of the woods that doesn't have uh, central heat and air. Uh, I've got to have a, probably a window unit, right? But if you want to make some money, Man, uh, get yourself some window units in the back of a U-Haul and drive up to Portland. You don't have to go to Seattle and just start selling them on a street corner, man. Bring them into the flea markets. Window unit air conditioners. You can make some cash. Big time. And that's not actually a bad idea. Um, 
get your air conditioners because they talked the one story talked about how a, a local guy called the all the local home improvement store and the manager when i asked hey do you have any air conditioning units laughed at me <laughs> uh yeah I mean, I'm sure all the stores are trying to get AC units there, you know, Home Depots and Lowe's and Targets and Walmarts. But what about fans? They're talking about the fans are gone. The pedestal fans are all gone. Um, You know, it'd just be probably a good idea to be a little prepared for summertime. Just a thought, you know, maybe you have a fan. That's all, (laughs) you know, whatever. But it's really, I mean, I, I have not lived anywhere that didn't have that even i mean obviously here in dfw you have central heating and air i lived in florida for a long time did i live in in any place in florida that didn't have air conditioning no they all had central heating and air even the even the crappy little apartment i lived in yeah even the crappy little apartment i lived in uh, in st petersburg florida and the crappy little apartment i lived on madeira beach that had central AC in it as well. No, no window units. So and then we lived when I lived in Pennsylvania. There was no window units. That was central, central heat and air. And when I lived in New Jersey for a little while, uh, that apartment pretty sure had air conditioning and heat because that apartment, <laughs> the house was a three-story. New Jersey Weehawken house. It's up against the up against the rock wall that's there. But the back wall of the bottom apartment, which is the one I was in, uh, was still rock. It wasn't even it wasn't even fixed up. There was no drywall or anything. I mean, it was still rock. <laughs> I don't remember if that actually had AC or not. Maybe maybe we were just getting. Uh, we were cooling down from the heat of the rocks that the house was built on, but I don't think so. I think it had, I think it had heating and air. But anyway, uh, if you want to make some money, this is an idea from chewing the fat. Get yourself some window units. Probably a good idea to get yourself some fans. Put a load up a U-Haul, top to bottom, and head to the flea markets in Portland or Seattle and get those things sold, and you can make some money right now. And yes. Raising the price of them is not price gouging. Okay. Uh, you know, good luck. You have to kind of do it on the side to keep it down because you know that they're going to come after people doing that for price gouging. So you got to get there and get it out of the way because you have a product and they have the need and the money. That's what is supposed to happen in the world. Isn't it? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is so good. All right, so as long as we're in the break room, let's talk about uh, Donald Trump's uh, new social media account. It's a social media platform. It's called Getter. Uh, G-E-T-T-R, all caps, Getter. Not Getter Done, but Getter. So the new platform is marketed at uh, fighting cancel culture, promoting common sense, defending free speech, 
challenging social media monopolies and creating a true marketplace of ideas. According to Politico, Trump's involvement with the project is unclear, as is whether or not he will set up an account on Getter and use it, though his proximity to Miller suggests that this may be the latest attempt to get him back in the churn of social media. The launch Getter comes after, yeah, Trump shut down his blog from the desk of Donald Trump. Um, You know, there wasn't a whole lot of engagement with that. But I will say that I attempted to open a Getter account on this new social media platform. And I got to the point where they were supposed to email me a, you know, launch codes. And uh, it never came. And so I sent it again and said, hey, uh, you know, send me the launch codes again. It never arrived to my email address. And so I replied again saying, hey, send me the launch codes. And they never did. After the third time I was done, maybe this weekend I'll go back and try again, uh, maybe to set it up. But, you know, all the, you know, the names are gone. And if you're out there taking my, taking my social media names, shame on you. But which, you know, Jeffy JFR on, uh, on Twitter, Jeff Fisher radio on Instagram and Facebook and parlor, which I'm told is open back up, but I don't know that that's actually true. And, uh, and now I'm trying to do this getter thing. G E T T R with the little red leaf fire thing on the top of their logo getter done uh so i you know whatever if you're going to be a social media platform how about you work on that return an email policy thing if we have to set up a launch code send it back please that would be nice it's just me though this just me i see where megan mccain is leaving the view i know dry your eyes according to megan it wasn't a wasn't an easy decision i know i bet it wasn't but she's going to step away from her her position on the view she revealed that she's leaving the show after almost four years i know 36 year old uh 36 years old now daughter of uh, the late senator from Arizona, John McCain and Sidney McCain, uh, her mother joined the show as a conservative voice in 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she said, Hey, I'm going to rip the bandaid right off. And I'm going to say that whoopee. I don't like you. Enjoy. You are. I just can't take you anymore. No, she didn't say that. She said that, uh, my wonderful co-hosts and viewers at home, this is going to be my last season here at the view. I'm going to continue to co-host until the end of July. But the coronavirus pandemic dramatically changed the way I want to live my life, which is one of the reasons that I'm leaving. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Megan. We appreciate it. And boy, will you be missed because I never miss an episode of The View. I can barely take, I mean, I can't believe the show is still on, first of all. First of all, I can't believe the show is still on. Second of all, I can't believe that uh, the only time I see it 
is the clips that are posted i'm sure by their promotion department or we you know have someone there's some there's someone out there that watches the show to get the clips that we see which are terrible so you know and they still get guests and people still show up for the show so okay i mean if you're a view watcher and fan good for you that's why there's that's why there's you know multiple entertainment places to go that's what the multiple entertainment places are for but i certainly don't understand it that is for sure now if you follow me on instagram uh jeff fisher radio you know that and i and i post them on facebook as well and i post sometimes on twitter with them but mostly it's an instagram kind of thing i post a license plate of the day and I take pictures of people's license plates, and I, and I like them, the vanity license plates. And so there's a Nashville woman now who is suing Tennessee, the state of Tennessee, over her vanity plate, which she bought 10 years ago. And now they're saying, uh, your vanity plate is offensive, and they, want, they don't want to have her have it anymore well wait what so her lawsuit against the state of tennessee and the department of revenue commissioner and the tennessee attorney general uh claiming her first amendment rights have been violated i don't know about that but it is a fight of hey my right of having a vanity license plate with anything i want on it should be legal and I know it's not, but her license plate is 69PWNDU. 69PWNDU. It's uh, her vanity. She's had it for more than a decade. And of course, I mean, do you get it? 69 pound U? Get, do you get that? And so now they don't that they don't want to let her have it anymore. And I say a boo to Tennessee and to put up a fight like this over a vanity plate. And there's been several other, you know, vanity plate wars going on around America. But those are ones that, you know, I know that there's some that are going to be offensive that you don't want on a license plate. And I'm sure you can think of ones that are very offensive. You know, like I found God. Oh, man, you cannot have that. No, 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 no. But some of them are kind of cool. I mean, if you look at the ones, some of the ones that I post in the past, I take pics, P-I-X, the one on a Tesla, T-Model X, interesting and i posted one the other day that i swore was not my license plate that uh, said <laughs> super heavy that's not my plate i know you people want to think that it is and ha 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 that's not my plate there was one you know wood pig and there's you know there's others that are funny and they're not offensive and i like them but even if they were offensive as far as i'm concerned it's not offensive at all i just do whatever you want to put it on your license plate go ahead that's fine but to say that uh, 69 pound you or i'm sorry 69 p 
P-W-N-D-U is offensive, stop it. So we know we have the Olympics coming up, and we know that uh, Gwen Berry, the hammer thrower, has been all in the news, and she's doubled down now on the Star Spangled Banner being racist. Really, Gwen? Uh, Yes, she says that there's no question the third stanza of the national anthem is racist. Is that right, Gwen? Well, first of all, (laughs) uh, first of all, no one sings it. And I would venture to say that very few people even know it exists. Okay. But those of you that do, uh, this is what it says. Okay. And where is that band who's so vauntedly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution no refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave and the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave so that is racist according to gwen now, the only reason that it must be racist is that it says the word slave. Well, it, but it doesn't mean anything bad about the slave, except that there was, you know, it mentions slave. It talks about the hireling and the slave. There's no refuge for anyone. There's no refuge from terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. There's no refuge. You can stay there and fight. You can run away. It doesn't matter. There's no refuge. I don't understand. It's just agonizing. Agonizing. And this isn't the first time this has happened. And I remember, um, uh, and I don't remember why we were looking into it who was saying that it was racist i do remember looking into it is how i knew there were more than one verse of the national anthem in fact there's four and some would tell you that there's five because there's a fifth verse an unofficial verse written by oliver wendell holmes you know 50 years later but or longer, really, half a you know, half a century or a century after it was done. Anyway, that it's unofficial, but there are four verses, and I remember looking into it because someone else was claiming that this third verse was racist. It's not. It just mentions slave, and heaven forbid you mention slave in anything that makes it racist. All right, Gwen, you don't know what you're speaking about, but you go ahead and keep speaking it, okay? And she's still going to the Olympics. I see where Shaw Carey Richardson uh, may not go. She tested positive for marijuana. I know. And she's not trying to blame anyone. She's 21. She's a sprinter. She uh, tested positive for marijuana at the U.S. Olympic Trials. So she said, hey, I know what I did. I know what I'm supposed to do. 
I still made that decision. All right. She's been suspended from the Olympic team after testing positive for THC. Uh, I want to take responsibility for my actions. I'm not looking for an excuse. They gave her a one-month suspension as a result of her positive marijuana test. So the suspension began on June 28th. The rules are clear, but it's heartbreaking. And hopefully her acceptance of responsibility and apology will be an important example to us all that we can successfully overcome our regrettable decisions. Yeah, uh, that was from the uh, USA, the USDA, the doping agency, CEO Travis T. Tigert. I guess it's Tigert. T-Y-G-A-R-T. Thank you, Travis. We... We appreciate it. And I know she tested positive, but she's still taking, you know, she's taking responsibility and there's no bashing of America. Nothing. Uh, Remember, you may remember her because she's always got long lashes and she has, you know, colorful hair and she's been a fan favorite. Remember, she ran to the stands to hug her grandmother when she uh, won the race at the uh, Olympic track and field trials. So I just, you know, anyway, um, I just find it interesting that she's probably going to miss the Olympics. So we'll see if uh, she does. I find it incredible that you can hate on the United States and call the United States racist, but you can't have a little pot in your bloodstream. Are you kidding? We're in 2021. They can go to the Olympics and be overwhelmed with condoms and you can do whoever you want to do at the olympics but heaven forbid you have a little pot in your blood that's kind of agonizing as long as we're on sports we might as well talk about college athletes who scored a big win this week the ncaa dropped its restrictions on athletes making money from their names images and likenesses Isn't that interesting? I know. The relaxation of the rules uh, governing name, image, and likeness uh, allows college athletes to sign endorsement deals and make money off their, you know, fame for their name. Uh, So good for them. 25 states have passed, and I think it's good for them. I feel like as long as they're not getting paid for the games, then we're okay. But I still... I don't know. It just doesn't seem. It seems like they're really trying to ruin college sports, and they're coming pretty close to it. And now um, we talked a little bit about it on Pat Unleashed this morning, where players are able to transfer to other schools now with no penalty. So, I mean, okay, that's going to turn it into a nightmare when a player gets mad because he got butt hurt because a coach hollered at him. But uh, 25 states have passed a name, image, and likeness bills that challenge the NCAA's ruling banning students uh, from monetizing their popularity. And so, you know, when they got the uh, Supreme Court ruling and the state rulings, the NCAA said, "Uh, you know what, Uh, let's go ahead. We're going to go ahead and lift those restrictions on uh, NILs, okay? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. No problem. Now, I mean... We've already got twin sisters who play for Fresno State's basketball team. 
are the newest spokespeople for Boost Mobile. Wisconsin starting quarterback released a personal logo. Everyone needs to have a personal logo. And Arkansas wide receiver, uh, he and his dog inked a deal with PetSmart. So, okay. All right. If that's if that's what you want, that's what you get. Uh, good luck. God bless. So what is happening in the world of COVID? Well, Pfizer and its German partner, BioNTech, plan to ask for FDA emergency use authorization of its COVID-19 vaccine in children ages 5 to 11. Wow. I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, they can go ahead and ask for it, but I certainly wouldn't give it to my children that's up to you you make your own choice no problem you do this america you make your own choice but that's a questionable choice in my view uh pfizer moderna and johnson and johnson vaccines are thought now to be effective against the highly transmissible delta variant meaning other major wave of infections and hospitalizations unlikely According to the director of the CDC, Rochelle Walensky, if you are vaccinated, you are safe from the variants that are circulating here in the United States. Wow. I mean, they're really pushing. All we hear about is Delta variant, Delta variant, Delta variant. So that's uh, that goes against uh, the administration's push of the Delta variant, the Delta variant. So we'll see how that works out. I know J.P. Morgan is saying that he wants people back into the office, right? But uh, other banks, UBS, Swiss Lending Giant, as well as uh, Synchrony Financial, they are a provider of Amazon and PayPal credit cards. Both, all of those announced uh, hybrid work plans. Uh, UBS plans to let two-thirds of its staff work remotely, uh, Synchrony will offer three different office options, permanently remote for those who love their noon showers, satellite locations for employees to reserve desks, uh, hybrid schedules with assigned, really weird, um, uh, just really, really strange that, uh, we can't make that decision. However, uh, you know, it's going to be tough getting people back in the office. That is for sure i see in uh well it's not really the uk it's in the tiktok world of the uk students have decided that they have figured out how to fake positive covid tests from this lemon juice and other hacks that they've got from tiktok so these students are saying, oh, yeah, hey, positive, can't come to work. <laughs> I mean, that school. They're not, people aren't doing this to get out of work yet. So young people are applying various liquids to lateral flow tests and have racked up millions of views on TikTok. And a bunch of other users are offering other suggestions. So you can check it out, hashtag fake covid test there's only been i don't know six or seven million views 
and uh, the account at dot fake COVID tests has about 20,000 followers. So education leaders, of course, this is massively unhelp- unhelpful. Uh, schools are already at a battle to keep education going amid the outbreaks. Yeah, you're at a battle of keeping it going. You're at a battle of, hey, we don't want to work. Well, we want our children to be educated. We just don't want to have to go in. So according to this, uh, one of the videos was viewed, you know, two and a half million times. And it's <laughs> so applesauce, Coca-Cola, vinegar, hand cider and kiwi fruit are among the suggestions. Users are encouraging others to apply to the test in hope of the testing positive for COVID-19 so they can stay away from school. It's the lateral flow tests are required. Okay, but they're supposed to be followed by the PCR test. So we'll see if that actually works out. I'm probably sure it's worked for for some already. I love the idea that we're just going to fake it, though. Yeah, we got COVID. So it's not uh, it's not anything bad to have COVID now. It's uh, it's a yeah, oh yeah, <clears throat> I do not feel good, and I just tested positive for COVID. Yeah, did they? Did you? Did you? Yes, I did. I tested positive for COVID. Sure, on my TikTok page, uh, I went ahead and poured lemon juice on the test, and it showed that I was positive for COVID. But for you, I'm positive, and I can't come to school. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Now, TikTok, of course, you know, they're all about, hey, 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 our community guidelines make clear that we remove content which includes misleading information that causes harm, including medical misinformation related to COVID-19 and anti-vaccine disinformation more broadly. Have you? Do you? Because I know you're busy banning TikTokers that are wearing wife beater t-shirts under the underneath your pornography banner but you're leaving this kind of stuff up okay all right sure thing stream and subscribe to more blaze media content at the blaze.com slash podcasts all right before we get into just uh, headlines i opened up a bunch of stories that i want to try to get to so we'll just go down through the tabs <laughs> could be a little frightening uh i'm looking at uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen tabs open right now and we'll see if we can make it through the tabs shall we but first i wanted to uh maybe talk a little bit about surfside and the update in florida we're looking now at i believe 20 bodies have been found have been recovered and so now we're looking at uh uh, you know 140 some unaccounted for still uh sad uh the last couple of bodies have been children it's very sad in Florida, and they are just trying to recover. We st- it's still a rescue mission. I don't know for how long that's going to be a rescue mission. We know we have the hurricane bearing down, which could possibly hit Florida, and looking more and more like it will. So that I mean, even the even the uh, cleanup 
will have to be halted, let alone the search and rescue. So it's very sad going on. I will say that I did listen to an interview of a couple who filmed the building just before it collapsed. And, you know, the guy has got to be really angry with his wife because (laughs) she stopped recording before the collapse. So he didn't get the collapse on video. He got the building just before it collapsed. And you see where the water is starting to gush through. And they said that they felt the ground shake. And so they started filming. And then he talks about uh, his wife saying that the building was going to collapse and how he didn't believe her. Uh, Just incredible. And what happened was like the first floor collapsed. You can see all the rock uh, and then the pipe, the pipe with, with a lot of water. Yeah, the piping in the water. Then uh, my wife uh, said, oh, baby, I think no, that, that building is going to collapse. And I said, you crazy, honey. This is America. That's not going to collapse. Don't worry about it. Thank I, you. I you. Don't worry about it. And, don't and, worry about and, it. And, uh, she started taking a video. When she stopped doing the video, we start seeing people going to the balcony. Right. And that's when and, and that's when uh, the building collapsed. But my point was, even he says, that's not going to happen. This is America. I mean, wrong. Wrong, my friend. And sadly wrong. That's very, very disheartening because it's not supposed to happen in America. So hopefully we'll figure out exactly what caused it and we can not let that ever happen again that'd be nice all right let's get to the tabs the headline on uh, chewing the fat tabs so uh the first tab will start here with potentially hazardous asteroid to make close but safe approach on thursday so woo! if you're listening live on uh, the second of july 2021 and that means it's Friday, and we survived. The the potentially hazardous asteroid did not hit us. How about Senator Markey from uh, Massachusetts? I believe, yeah, Massachusetts. Uh, extreme heat is a justice issue. Within the same city, some neighborhoods can be up to 20 degrees Fahrenheit hotter than others. Studies have shown that the heat risk is disproportionately distributed to communities of color in patterns associated with segregation and redefining. Everything is racist. Even extreme heat is a justice issue. Wow. Okay. Uh, The NFL fines Washington football team $10 million after an investigation into the franchise's culture. Allegations of rampant sexual misconduct within the Washington football team organization complete. Uh, The NFL has fined the team $10 million and uh, what's his face? The owner. (laughs) He, uh, Dan, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Dan Snyder. He has now named his wife, Tanya Snyder, as co-CEO, and she is going to assume responsibilities for all day-to-day team operations and represent the club at all league meetings and other league activities for at least the next several months. Wow. Okay. Uh, Felicia Rashad uh, issues new statement after her Bill Cosby support backlash. Uh, She didn't take it away, though. I know, I know, don't look at me like that. I get it, and I'm ready to say, of course she did. But really, 
she didn't take away what she said the support uh she just said um you know, after her, a terrible wrong has been righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. She took a lot of heat for that. So she said, look, hey, 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 I fully support survivors of sexual assault coming forward. My post was in no way intended to be insensitive to their truth. Personally, I know from friends and family that such abuse has lifelong residual effects my heartfelt wish is for healing yeah so there take that she didn't take it back so i kind of you know i'm kind of okay with it uh nicole hannah jones uh will be uh given tenure at unc remember nicole hannah jones from the 1619 project and the new york times and everything is racist world she was offered a gig as a professor at unc with uh, tenure and then there was an uproar and they said okay whoa 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 uh we're gonna we'll give you five years you could be a professor and then we'll you know revisit the whole tenure thing she said no i'm not doing that okay uh no way I won't do it unless I get tenure and I'm going to sue you. Well, then they had a closed door meeting and they decided, you know what? Let's give her tenure. That's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. So good news for you, UNC students. You have Nicole Hannah Jones ready to be your professor. I know. I know. Uh, There's an Iran story here. Do we care about Iran? I guess maybe the State Department backs Iranian protesters. And, of course, you know, Biden is, uh, you know, busy playing uh, footsie with the new hardline regime. So we'll see. He's another hate America guy. And the people are protesting. So the State Department is like, yeah, we're on the protester side. Go ahead. Keep those protests up. And the White House is like, oh, no, bad, bad protesters. We want to make a deal with the new leader of iran so bad protesters bad and the state department is like yeah go ahead we're all for the we're all for them go 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 no problem we're not funding any of it though don't we're not funding any of those protesters don't think about that we're just on their side okay and then uh and then we speaking of good people china this kind of pisses me off how is china gonna have the first human on mars how is that possible how tell me I know you can't tell me, but I'm just saying they're going to have the first, they're saying they're going to send the first human to Mars. Elon, what are you doing, bro? Let's go get hop on a rocket ship and let's go. Uh, more from our, uh, uh, what's his headline? What's his title? The, oh yeah. Attorney general. (laughs) So much. I respect Merrick Garland. He's the attorney general, but he has decided to halt any further federal executions i'm surprised that it took that long to be honest with you i'm i thought for sure that would happen right out of the bat uh prince harry and prince william uh yes the royal news they made up and played nice when they revealed the uh, mom's statue princess diana's 60th birthday statue was revealed and both billy and harry were there to uh honor their mother and so the fight still kind of continues. I don't know what kind of 
What kind of fighting's going on between those two? But uh, he's over there by himself. Megan left him alone. So there's that. Maybe William can talk a little sense into him, but I don't know, man. I do not know that Megan's got that chain wound tight around Harry. That's for sure. So we'll see if William can make a little make a little noise with that. Speaking of uh, Megan, a uh, professor, an adjunct professor, uh, suggests that sex work on the side is the best thing young people can do early in their careers i know right how long have i been saying it (laughs) so this uh, university of ottawa adjunct professor uh said uh yeah sex work on the side young people could do it earlier in their careers it's a good thing really yeah it was been an unpopular uh comment really uh that she made but uh you know that's how capitalism works <laughs> people out there saying young people can be exploited in sex work literally that's how capitalism and quite literally that's any kind of work right thank you thank you and i'll leave you with uh, a gator story you know i love gators uh, one of my favorite theme parks in the world is Gatorland in Florida, in Kissimmee, Florida, just on the outskirts of uh, Orlando. And uh, they've been, Disney has been removing gators from their parks, especially since they had the death of that young child. And see, that was way back in 2016 now. I mean, you know, five years ago, way back. Feels like way back uh, in 2016. But they have now removed 250 gators from their florida parks now you would think that they would you know send them off somewhere maybe send them to gatorland nope uh we went ahead and uh, contracted with trappers through the state and the wildlife agency and we're removing the big toothy reptiles and we pay the trappers 30 bucks for every gator captured and the proceeds from any leather and meat sold uh they get that too so wait they get proceeds from the gator skin and the food yeah uh we're just they were shipping them off and then we're just killing them all oh okay well thank you no problem actually i mean it's not that bad of an idea i'm just surprised disney's not taking a cut (laughs) 